Welcome to the Lobot Lounge, the gathering place for the Gentleman Nerds. The Gentleman Nerds are three entertainment aficionados who know each other through various media endeavors, getting together to talk about all things nerdy, mostly in the vein of film, television, toys, and popular culture. Many topics are discussed, so please be warned, there are the potential for many spoilers. If you like what you hear, you can listen to past shows on iTunes or on our website, thegentlemannerds.com. And now, enjoy the show. The dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, a threat of revenge in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leia Organa dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence, while Rey, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for the battle against the diabolical First Order. Meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor, determined to destroy any threat to his power. And thus begins the final chapter in the Skywalker Saga. Star Wars, Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. Tonight, the nerds gather to discuss, like a gentleman, what started so many of us on the path that we currently dwell on. Ladies and gentlemen, what began in 1977 ends in 2019. And here to discuss the controversial, polarizing, enthralling, emotional, and inspiring saga of the Skywalkers, the Jedi, and the Sith are Mark Finn. I know. Aaron Diarive. Remember, the Force will be with you always. And I am your host and emotional touchstone, Joseph Otinos, here in the Lobot Lounge with this very special Gentleman Nerd to discuss the rise of Skywalker. Yay. It's finally here. Yay. <laughs> My Yay. childhood comes to an ignominious end at the age of 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but is it ended really? Really, is it ended? Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to order another round real quick because I think we're going to need one. Um, yeah. At this point, you know, just well, uh, you know, I, I think we can all agree, uh, given given the the tumultuous uh, uh, nature of the discussions over the last several years, uh, even going back as far back as the prequels, right? It's not like the prequels exactly were setting fans on fire. Um, and then, you know, Force Awakens started with some promise. People were excited. They were glad to see the saga continue. Uh, I won't even talk about the Last Jedi. We all know my feelings on that. Um, and so I think I think I think there's just a sigh of relief, like ah, it's over, it's over. Um, yeah. At least the Skywalker saga. I mean, nobody in their right mind believes that Star Wars is over. Yeah. Disney doesn't spend three billion dollars and then says, "Okay, it's it's done. We're done." We're no, done. they're going to be milking we this. We built for a decades. whole land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. They're going to be milking this for decades. Um, but the Skywalker saga, at least, That's uh, right. is is concluded. Um, and just overall, overall, uh, uh, we were talking about this briefly before the podcast. But um, 
opinions, I would say um, I liked it. For the most part, I liked it. I did feel uh, I could tell in the script where it was rushed, uh, where certain decisions had to be made, where, where scenes might have been left on the cutting room floor. I know enough about the process that I could see all that, and I could tell in the pacing, and I could tell in some of the dialogue that they they were just they were they were trying as best as they could, <laughs> yeah. given yeah. all yeah. the constraints. What 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 do you what do you chance think? I think I felt a little bit of that myself. Here's the thing about and it, it how since the last Jedi, uh, which you know polarized the world and, and made us all kind of scratch our heads in wonderment uh, and and some disappointment. Uh, it's been a while since I've watched a Star Wars movie. In fact, I will say I'll go on the record and say that these three. Seven, eight, and nine. I've only seen them once. I probably will only see them once. I, I don't have the desire to rush out and see them again. Right. I watched it. I went, oh, okay, good, great. That's how they're ending it. Super duper, you know. But uh, I did feel like my head was spinning, like literally spinning in the first like ten minutes or fifteen minutes of this movie. They were jumping around so quickly. They were they were plugging things so quickly. They were introducing things so quickly that I was just like, what, what, what. Yeah. Wait a minute. How did he? Did somebody want to? Does how did he? I thought he was fall. What? Okay. You know, I literally had to kind of catch up with the movie and go. All right. Here's where we're going with this. All right. Yeah. Fire enough. Yep. Let's go. You know. Yep. I got it. Yeah. My. Uh, uh, you know, my my desire to see this sort of uh, end, uh, and and not. I, I I don't know if I wanted them to stick the dismount so much as I wanted them to wrap it up. I knew it was going to be an uneven ball of of 10 you know what i mean it, it was not going to be a perfect sphere there were going to be some rough edges and some hanging threads but i just wanted it to be most i wanted to be rough and i wanted to be rounded up that i could bounce it across the floor and feel good about myself yeah. and, and and i and i got that i mean it, it uh it did go it did go fast they yeah. tried they tried to shoehorn a lot in and maybe if the tone of the eighth movie hadn't been what it was uh, Abrams wouldn't have felt the need to patch as much over. It felt like some of this stuff coulda, shoulda, woulda been in eight and wasn't. Yeah, but that's uh, either, that's neither here nor, nor nor there. I I can just say that um, I, I I had this sense of relief coming out of it. This was my this was my unofficial drive-in movie count. I had two moments in the movie, two separate moments, where I did the man cry, like you know, swallow the tear. Hold right. it, hold it in like a karate man bleeds on the inside, right. and I had two, and I had two moments where I know what one of them is where I cheered and ah, like that. Yeah, is for for my counting purposes, a two a two and two is a great Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. yep. So yeah. great. That's absolutely fair. There were high emotional points. Uh, I, I will I will just come right out of the gate and say it that Chewbacca's response to Leia's death was. Hard to watch. Oh, I mean, I was God, literally yeah. that one got me. That one that got, got me. me. I was yep. like, oh, 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 he didn't even act that way when Han died. I mean, he right, right. lost his shit. Yeah, you know, like pushing people away and don't touch me, leave me alone. You know, yeah. Yeah. oh my God, that was so amazingly emotional and, yeah. and yep. so well done. Yeah, um, Drop, dropping to your knees is the is the Wookiee equivalent of throwing yourself on the casket and going, my baby. You know, yeah, yes. no. Yeah, Holy yeah. crap, that was tough. It was yeah, tough. that was a gut punch. That was a gut punch. But but that those little bits like that that I thought that 
you know, they were able to to capture those emotions that we, because we, we, you know, we were all there. We saw it. Uh, we knew. We knew what yeah. they had. Uh, we didn't get to, and we didn't get to grieve Leia in the in the film the way we got to grieve Han. You know right. what I mean? Like that was right. a. That was the, I think I think that was for us, and yeah. and it was one of the it, there were several instances of fan service, and I think that was one of them. Uh, no, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and we all know you know Peter Mayhew who who was Chewbacca uh, until you know he, forever he passed away on April thirtieth of of, of twenty nineteen, um, so uh, I want to say his name is it's Junas Su uh, Sutamo. Um, Suotamo, Juno Suotamo is his name, who plays Chewbacca now. Right. And, um, you know, these are names that we should remember. Everyone knows Peter Mayhew, Dave Prowse, Kenny Baker, Anthony Daniels. And we, we, I, could, I could, you know, we could all do it. We could all just rattle off those names. Right. But, um, but Jonas, and I want to get his name right, J-O-O-N-A-S, yeah. Suotamo, S-U-O-T-A-M-O. I think he really made this, made Chewie his own. He shared the duties in the past couple of movies with Mayhew. Yeah, uh, right. But for the most part, it was it was mostly Jonas. Um, but like some of the like the when they when they were sitting there playing chess, and you could see his eyes. Right. Anytime you really saw his eyes and saw his movement and his eyes and the acting that he was doing in that Chewie suit, um, I, I really thought, man, this this guy's nailing it. He's yeah. just getting him. He's just yeah. getting. Him. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. That was uh, you know initially when you're sharing duties, you you're you're trying to sort of imitate somebody else's performance. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like this, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, he got to make this performance his own. Uh, I, it is, I hope that in future films, uh, or TV shows, when we have a Wookiee on screen that we go to him, yeah, uh, yeah, not necessarily not. to be chewy, but you know, that'd be, that'd be, it'd be cool to see him do something else. Cause I think yeah. he, uh, uh, he's got good experience with that. So yeah, right. yeah he he really he really did an amazing job on that. There were so many re- recalls, and here's the other problem. Well, I won't say this problem. I noticed it, and I'm sure you guys did as well. Just like it was the the first one was very much lockstep with A New Hope, and the second one was kind of lockstep, all dark and grim and groomy and and and, and moody and ugly with Empire Strikes Back, and this one didn't fail to match my expectations that it kind of followed the Return of the Jedi model. Um, when, when, had, it, uh, when it wasn't doing Raiders of the Lost Ark, yes, it was doing yeah, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, I was like, okay, we're doing this again. Great. You know, it's a throne room show now. Yeah, great. And, oh, instead of uh, Palpatine blasting Luke with his Force Lightning, he's blasting the entire fleet with his Force Lightning. Come on, Ray, get up. You can do it. You can do it. Oh, yeah, it's gay. She got up. You know, I felt like the same beats were there. It was it was leveled. It was laid out in a in a in, in a storyboard. And they went, well, we got to do this. That was a big hit. We got to do this final push against the 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 MacGuffin of the planet destroyers. It's not the Death Star, but now it's the entire fleet. Yeah, they've all got Death Star cannons loaded on there. You know, there was all a bunch I, of that same thing. I have already written about this somewhat brilliantly on my blog, uh, but uh, I've been saving a gem for the for the podcast. All right, and uh, and I want to I want to drop this nugget because I I think uh, I'd like to get your take on this. Okay, all right. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I my hypothesis is that you know every Star Wars movie has been different and every trilogy has been different because they were made in in three different eras. With three different set of movie making challenges, with th- for three different audiences, for you know, at three different times in history, 
So this notion of of a comprehensive and cohesive saga, it doesn't work and never did. Uh, We only have this notion that it's hanging together because we are providing the glue for that. Right. So, so this is my, um, this is, so if, if you buy that premise as my jumping off point, uh, the prequels, um, were largely about new characters. Uh, and I, and I, I contend that Anakin before he gets in the armor is a separate character from Darth Vader. Yes, right, of course. Uh, you know, from a certain and, point of view. Yes, <laughs> from, a cer- from a certain point of view. Um, and and young Obi Wan is different from older one. They even use different actors. It's not the same. You know what I mean? Like there was a there was an attempt to go back and do new characters or or, or new iterations of these characters so that they would be very fresh and new. Yeah. Uh, young Obi Wan it is most optimistic and idealistic. You know that sort of thing. Uh, Yoda. Uh, you know, seventy years less wrinkly, um, but this, but the sequels um, traded on nostalgia uh, rather than move forward so far that our, the characters that we grew up with are legend, or even move so far forward that they are uh, walk-on footnotes, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the the general Nadine and the general Rikian and the Mon Mothma of of the first movie, right? Um, they w- what we do is we pick up with these characters' lives, and so we have we have to deal with in the film every arc that we wanted to see for Han, Leia, Luke, Lando, Chewie, even R two and three PO. I don't know why anybody would give it crap about that we hey 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 easy we 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 had to deal with them yeah as well as these brand new characters that they were introducing and wanting us to care about and i think the problem with the sequels was that um when the survey when they threw out this billion dollar customer service survey this Uh two this two billion dollar exercise in um in product uh, focus grouping, what they found was is that people preferred the nostalgia to uh, something new. And I think it's because we were promised nine movies at the age of eight. Uh, I'm reminded of a, a Bloom County cartoon. I know you guys are all familiar with Bloom County. Um, for those of you under the age of 30, Bloom County was in newspapers which were things that we used to use before the internet. Uh, but there's a Bloom County cartoon where there, he did a little thing about Star Wars back in 1983, and Binkley is standing on a platform with a lightsaber, and, and he says, so is this the end of the flick? Or is this a wrap? And George Lucas sticks his head on it and says, uh, not quite. I have six more Star Wars chapters to go. I should get to them all by, uh, oh, say, 1998. And and. He turns us to 1998, Mr. Lucas, and, and he says, yes, yes, I think so. And then Binkley cuts off his head with a lightsaber and mm-hmm. says, Jedi Knights don't wait 15 years for a sequel. Well, Binkley, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, buddy, right. but everybody's been waiting a lot longer than that. And so there was no way that they were ever going to do a successful Star Wars movie until these nine films were completed. 
There, it would have always been a, why are we getting a new movie? Why, why didn't they go back and do a chapter seven? You know what I mean? Like that would have, that would have hung over everybody's head, like a sword of Damocles. So they were, they had no choice but to finish it. And because it was a $2 billion dice roll, they made the choice of saying, well, let's at least give them something that they know. Cause we'll at least percentage wise hit a certain number of fans who want to see the shipping of uh, Leia and Han and their son and or daughter. They want to see what happens to Luke afterward rather than have it be told. Cause in the, in the original movie, they did a great deal of, of filling in the gap and, and, and establishing the world by saying you fought in the clone wars. Yes. I was once a Jedi Knight, the same as your father. Well, what the hell are the Clone Wars? I don't know. It was just a reference, but it was enough to to spark our imaginations. And so their mistake the first time was going back and and filling in those those bits of detail that should have been left evocative and vague. And their mistake this time was filling in the interstitial moments that lead us up to right now. Right. Because, you know, and, and my, my proof for that is the things that have done the best have been the TV shows uh, that that don't that, that, that play in between it, but don't reference it. Right. No, I, I actually I would agree with that. I think I think the mistake was perhaps not going. I, I disagree in that the, the mistake wasn't going to the older characters. The mistake is when you go to the older characters, the movie is about them, period. End of discussion. There is no, well, right. you see, no, bullshit, bullshit. If we're going to see Leia, Han, and Luke, I don't care if they're 80, that movie is going to be about Leia, Han, and Luke. They yes, can that's have right. Kids, they can have people they interact with. They can have people that are uh, different people around them. But you do not go see a movie with those characters that we grew up with in them and then try to make the movie about something else. Exactly. Uh, so, so that that is absolutely, I think, where a lot of the of the fan uh, uh, hatred came from, because if you notice, the 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 hate for the prequels is is different. It's different from what I was seeing for the sequels. In the prequels, people weren't saying, "Oh, that's not Anakin. That's not Obi Wan." No, they're going. These these movies are kind of boring. You know, it's it's not it's not the same. There there isn't that chemistry that the original three characters had. Who, wh where's the funny banter? How come there's not a Han character? You know, it was that. It wasn't it wasn't us lamenting that we had Anakin, who I agree with Mark is a different character from Darth Vader. We got young Obi Wan, who's a different character from older Obi Wan, uh, plus a whole bunch of new ones. Um, but the hatred that I saw aimed at the sequels was the the anger at the characters that we knew and loved not being dealt with in a way that fans found satisfying mm -hmm. um either either because again and and i, I i'm not going to beat this dead horse too much either because you as a director want to do something totally different right i want to do something completely different with these characters um and i would argue because people always hold up uh the example of Luke from Last Jedi is, oh, you know, but, you know, he wanted to do something really different, except that he didn't, right? He did exactly what every other Jedi does, which is go be a hermit somewhere. 
Right. Um, it would have been nice to see to have seen Luke go in a different direction, to do something different as an older Jedi, to have a different outlook, a different attitude, because he's a different character. Um, and I think that's very well established in the first uh, three movies, um, the original, is that Luke didn't handle things the way Yoda wanted him to, the way Ben wanted him to. Luke was was a very different kind of Jedi. And I would argue that it is because he was a different kind of Jedi that he allowed the redemption of his father to happen. Um, without, without Luke being different from Obi-Wan, from Yoda, from Kaiguan, from, from every other freaking Jedi, we would not have gotten a redemption of, uh, of Darth Vader. That's so, true. So there, there is the reason that I think when Luke goes and hides on this planet and, and milks sea beasts, uh, and 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 tosses his lightsaber over his shoulder and tells Ray, "I'm not interested." Um, no, no one's going. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh yeah, what a great take on Luke. No, it's not. It's not. It's like complaining that you go see a Superman movie and he's this emo guy. Wait, that's not Superman, <laughs> right? No, you're right. It's not. It's not Superman. So why make that movie? Why make an emo Superman? That's not what people want to go see. So what I enjoy about what I enjoyed about uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker is that it addressed point by point by point almost all of the decisions that I think fans hated the most in the in the Last Jedi, and and it either had characters themselves like Luke saying, "Don't make the same mistake I did. I was wrong. My God, I was hiding on this planet milking sea bees. What the fuck was wrong with me?" Um, and he says that the character actually says that to Ray. No. Don't do what I did. It, what I did was a shitty thing. And, and the audience is all going, yeah, yeah, it was. It was actually a shitty thing. That, that, that was a shitty Jedi. Um, so, so, you know, step after step. Oh, well, Ray's nobody. Oh, how, how brilliant. Ray's comes from nobody. Well, that's not establishing anything new. There's dozens and hundreds of Jedi through the extended universe that came from nobody. This is not a revelation. This is not anything that, that we, we Star Wars fans suddenly went, oh, really? Somebody other than Skywalkers can have the Force? We know that. That's been well established. <laughs> Why is it a big deal? So, okay, so fine. Don't make her a Skywalker. And I actually think it's brilliant that they made her a Palpatine. And we'll, we'll, I'll get to that more in a minute. But my God. Uh, talk I, about I, the I, I, one decision that they did that I said, bravo, bravo. That's I do think, it. I, I do think, and I, I've said this before about the, the prequels, but I see it now here with the sequels. Let me just suggest this, because I think it's brilliant. Uh, if, um, uh, if the prequels had actually been the sequels, and you change the names of the characters that were going to be Darth Vader and Obi Wan. I think th I think those I think they would have been way better received because they weren't filling in things that we'd already filled in for ourselves. We don't know who these characters are, so they it could have all gone in a different direction, and it could have all ended on a down note. That could have been just fine. Right. And I think had you can't really do it with seven and nine, but had Ryan Johnson's movie been not in the star in the Skywalker timeline. If it had been a story about a Jedi who lived in a hermit's existence and did this, like if, if that had been its own thing set shortly after 
episode, you know, three, you know, or whatever. If it had been anywhere in the timeline and not having to do with Skywalker, I think people would have loved it because it because that storyline is really cool. You know, the guy, the, the the hermit that that goes away and finds he's got one more mission left in him. Uh, we see that in a lot of, of stuff. Of course, we kind of saw it in Star Wars, but we really it's it, it's better done in other things. Uh, the old Sam, the old campaigner samurai who you know yeah. puts on the armor one last time uh, and has to be, and has to be drawn back into it because his province is under attack. You know, right. there's a lot of yeah. uh, that story. If you take if you take out the Skywalker stuff. Is is a pretty cool Star Wars story, and doesn't and right. the stuff that's in there works just fine. Yep. So, anyways, oh, just no, no, agree, agree. There's that is exactly it. I think we had this discussion. I don't remember. This is ringing a bell. Well, uh, I, I, is, I, I, I've before said that I think the prequels would have made better sequels because we we because we don't need to know about the Clone Wars. Right. <laughs> we just don't. No, you know? I agree. I agree. But, no, uh, but 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 yeah, every, all the things that Ryan Johnson did in a Star Wars movie would have been just fine without uh, if it had not been Luke Skywalker that this was about. And again, right. in the same way, if you want to do a, a, a movie about a, a godlike superhero who's trying to find his way on the world and and he just doesn't know how to reconcile his godlike power with all the people around. Great. That sounds like a great idea. Don't make it Superman. <laughs> make it somebody else. Right. Call him Supreme. Call him Hyperion. Call him whatever you want to fucking call him. So Joseph, absolutely you've, been, you've been quiet through all of this. Am I does my does my controversial take hold water or do you think I'm full of beans? I, I do not think you're full of beans. Uh, I do find it interesting that you brought up the Bloom County reference and then proceeded to lecture the under 30-year-old set about what a newspaper was. And the same, almost the exact same breath that you said you've been waiting for this ninth movie since you were eight. Which, <laughs> which leads me to think that there might be a different point of view from the younger audience who may not have been waiting for this since they were eight, who maybe watched these on on cable or on DVD and went, okay, that's fun, and not really knowing, oh, they're making another one? Cool, what's that? Uh, you know, there might be some separation there. The, the other thing I was pondering in deep, deep thought was that Palpatine got busy with someone, and that bothers me. <laughs> I want to know who that woman was, and and well, I want to know. I'm not done. I want to know. Did this happen while he was a semi-attractive, good-looking dude as a as a as a a, a, a Nabubian when he lived on Naboo and did this thing with 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 Padme? Who was this woman? And which of the two of Ray's parents were Palpatines? The son or the daughter? Do we know? The son. That was the son. Okay. The son. It was so. He had a son who apparently had no force power. Uh, or if he did, he never manifested, or ne- it's well, never mentioned. It's never mentioned. I would think, like, like red hair and freckles, it skips a generation. Well, as, <laughs> as powerful as Palpatine is, I'd imagine that you know, if you were his son and you farted, lightning would shoot out your ass. I mean, it, it's that <laughs> level of power that just gushes out, right? right. But uh, the other thing uh, I want to call up is the obvious inspiration. Uh, from Clive Barker, <laughs> a Palpatine floating around like Dr. Shenard in Hellraiser yes. 2, attached to this this machine. Can we address the Palpatine uh, elephant real quick? Um, I really, okay, so this is the only thing I got. I got the only reference I can do. Halloween. Michael Myers, the shape. In Halloween 2, he shot 
in the eye, bam, bam, twice. He's blown up in the hospital. He lays on the floor and burns to a crispy critter. I mean, he has no pulse. He's a Walking Dead character. They blow him up. They shoot him in the eyes. Fine. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, don't care. Halloween 4, oh, good. They're bringing Michael Myers back. How are they going to do that? That's interesting. Can't wait to see the clever writing involved there. So show up at the at the movie premiere, sit in the theater, and they open with Michael Myers in intensive care in the hospital. And I go, what? Did his eyeballs grow back? Did Why does he have a pulse all of a sudden? Somebody explain to me how, what, and why <laughs> there. And nobody did. And no, that bothered no, me. And from that true. point on, okay, go ahead. That's how did he grow his eyeballs? I will tell you. Right, uh, please, please. The dark side is a path to many abilities, some considered unnatural. That's he told fine. you himself. He yeah, told good, you himself. The last time I saw him, he was plummeting down a shaft, a reactor shaft, and blew up. And then the whole Death Star he was on blew up. So unless oh, somebody okay, caught his little now, pinky. Now, now, that, now here we go. We are, assuming, we are assuming that when he fell down in the, in the shaft, he blew up. He might have just dispersed into force energy. Oh, right? oh, oh, oh. That force energy, because oh. we, we have established that places can be imp 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 imprinted with force. Like, that place is strong in the dark side. How did it get strong in the dark side? I don't know how the force works. But the other thing that everybody has pointed out on YouTube, everywhere else, the guy had access to cloning technology. And he think, even said that. If okay, you okay, think okay. he had not All cloned right. his body multiple right. times, sure. I mean, why of course did he, he look did. like that? Why did he look like that? That's because, my problem. You know what? I, I go with the clone thing. If it was, if they have Ian McDermott hovering in a, in a in a chair, looking the way he did when he was on Naboo, I'd be like, that's his clone. Great. Looks good. Nicely done, Palpatine. But instead... He looks like a, a desiccated corpse where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. And right. then, and then after he sucks the, the bio duo energy from the, from the, from the, the, the twins or whatever the, the hell you, the, the, the force twins yeah. uh, and, and takes their wonder twin powers. He does not revert to his young, handsome self. Oh, this power. It's amazing. Oh, I'm going to look like I did after Mace Windu shot my face with force lightning. No, he shouldn't look like that. <laughs> should regenerate to be his handsome self. Why Why would he do that? I that have. Sense. There, yes. there, there is stuff in the canon that addresses why he looks the way he does, why his bodies get corrupted. By the way, the there are there are there are theories that the body that he see that you see in Return of the Jedi isn't even his original body. He's already burned through several, several bodies and he transfers his essence from one body to another to another and inevitably they corrupt. Why would the bodies always look like the one that Mace Windu blasted with his force lightning and disfigured? Why well, would they look like that? Does he a, like it? There's a kind of a thing that uh, <laughs> goes along with sword and sorcery, right? Uh, uh, that uh, whenever you use black magic, witchcraft, whatever, that, it, right. that the, the cost, the toll that it takes because it's right. unnatural and not absurd. It, it gives you the 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 humpback and the squinky no, right. eye. I love it. All that's that good great. Stuff. If that had been the established, but it's canon that it was his force lightning bouncing off of Mace Windu's purple ass lightsaber, striking him in the face. That did that to him. It's right. canon. The, so, the, oh yes, yes. No, the, 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 right. yeah, the original, the original disfigurement. But if you see the way he looks in Return of the Jedi. 
He looks even worse. And he's, he hasn't he's been so blasting crazy. himself constantly. It's right. just no, his no, no. body is, is slowly being decayed. His, his, he work, he burns through bodies. I, I am with that. He's so Joseph, Joseph I'm, I'm with you, Joseph. I, when, when I saw him on the, on the swinging arm, you know. He looked uh, better. He uh, looked well, better than me. My, uh, <laughs> my thought was that that was the original body. And, and of course, right. in my head, what I'm watching this, and I hear, oh, ho, ho, look who knows so much. Turns out your Dark Jedi is only mostly dead. Most <laughs> right. dead. Uh, right. And uh, that if if you buy that the wreckage of the Death Star, which, which crashed onto Endor, thank God I didn't get to see more than two seconds of the Ewoks. Uh, if it turns, as it turns out, there is a cave of sorts, right? Like in Dagobah, uh, this this one being a metal one might have been his chamber that yeah. was particularly strong with the dark side of the force. Uh, mm-hmm. When they showed me that, this is what I thought. I thought, oh crap, the Sith who have been lurking in the shadows this whole time uh, went to the crash site, found him trapped in the cave, uh, and and it was it was his proximity to the cave. That that ha- that gave him the flicker of life that they needed to massage back into the corpse on the crane game arm, uh, and so yeah, that's all great. I love I, that stuff. I, 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 did, I, I did that all in my head, but, and then that's I stopped great. because I wanted to keep going. You know, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's great. Yeah, yeah that, that's a, that's, that's what I the assume. kind of thing that see when you open with Palpatine's alive, and now we're moving on. I'm like, huh? What do you mean he's alive? The great sacrifice that Vader did, the whole saving his son and tossing him down, the redemption, that whole ending of Return of the Jedi with, hey, we destroyed the Emperor, yay! I don't mind that he's back. I just would like a better explanation, or any explanation for that Well, rumors, by the way, and this is probably just, again, this movie was made, many, many changes were made to this movie. At, At one point, at one point, there was a rumor that, um, uh, Matt Matt Smith, who one of the, who played Doctor Who, uh, yeah. the, the guy with the bow tie, yeah. that he was in the movie. All right, mm-hmm. there was there was a rumor early on that Matt Smith was going to be in the movie. And I was like, oh, who is he? Who is he? Could he be an Imperial officer? Could he be? And then the rumor became, oh, he's a young Palpatine. He's going to appear as a young Palpatine, uh, clone body, a cloned body. Wow, that would have um, been amazing. That right. been amazing. Yeah, and, that would have been great. And here's the thing. I think the reason they didn't do that is because there would have been as many people as probably would have like us would have gone, oh, cool. There would have been people going, huh? That's not the emperor. Right. Uh, How come they didn't use Ian McDermott? He's right. not dead yet. I mean, right. oh, so it's, it's, I just wish that he is the real emperor. Cause so I think, I yeah. think they, they went, they chose for a middle ground and said, okay, what did the emperor, what did the Sith, all the Sith in this, in that temple that we saw, what did they come read? from? Wow. What? I thought there was only a master and an apprentice. These guys have an amazing no, yeah, well, not, ability. Not, well, no, they're not, they're not like, they're not Jedi. They're, they're the Sith. The Sith is an order. The Sith is so like, like a cult. religion. Yes, like it's a like cult. a religion. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, so, so you know, what what have these guys had? had <laughs> Welcome created? to the church. Here's your robe. Exactly. Welcome to the church. Exactly. Here's your robe. <laughs> yeah. uh, had, had somehow used their their magic, their sorcery, their whatever the hell it is they have to reconstitute uh, Palpatine. I agree with Mark. That's probably the most logical explanation 
is that they this this they did their best. They're like, okay, we've got the force energy that's left of the emperor. Let's try to put him together. Oh yeah, he doesn't look that good, does he? No, not really. Uh, we 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 better put him on life support. Yeah. So hey, this is this stick is, him on a crane game arm. Exactly. Yeah, that looks good. That's exactly. good. <laughs> so so that was my that was my take from that is that yeah. several reasons they wanted the fans to be able to go, yep, that's the emperor, and not yeah. go, who's this guy? That's Doctor Who. Um, or even or even have Ian well, on the on the bright side, hanging here, I go through no pairs of shoes. Right. Yeah, that is that's actually that's a big benefit. A lot of people don't realize what the benefit that is. Um, but you know, they probably also didn't want to have a young looking just like the 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 senator from Naboo, uh, Ian McDermott, because people would say that's not the emperor. Um, so the okay, emperor so looked like the emperor you, because some people seriously. could say, "Oh, look, yeah. it's Palpatine." So when we first saw him, and we first saw the face, and he looked like he was blind. I thought to myself, that's interesting. His face looks smooth and white and, and, and like unfinished. And he's got the dead eyes. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Okay. But then it all kind of threw me when he got all powerful again and he looked like a scrotum. I thought, why did he turn back into what into that? When you know what I'm saying? He looked better before. Yeah, well, I don't think I don't think his plan was to stay in that body, obviously. Uh, he wanted no. to to enter Ray. Uh, and and either Which take over her a body. Whole another level of of problem there, Palps, that we got to talk about. <laughs> right. Oh, you mean as far as transferring his essence? That by the way, that's well established. In now, again, I know it's not canon anymore, but Palpatine has transferred his essence into lots of different things over over the years in the extended universe. There's where novels. He, there's novels about. Where did, get, where did he get the funds to build all those ships? Oh God! I, really? We're going to start talking about where no, they get I'm the curious. money? I'm because he raises up these ships, and they're all got planet destroying capability. Uh, something like that would be a ting on the, uh, yeah, on the well, on the Dow Industrial Average. Somebody would go, yeah. who's spending all that money in the dark side of the universe, and who, it, who's hiring all these shipbuilders, and who, well, what's going on over there? Well, the Ilsa del Morte can only be found by people who know <laughs> where it is. <laughs> And if you're using all of the coins uh, from the cursed chess of Cortez, then you've got infinite sources to uh, create your uh, armada. I mean, no, no, none of these, none of this really bothers me, guys. I, I'm, I'm having some fun here, but you know, these were questions that came into our heads, and we were watching it uh, last night. As a matter of fact, we were sitting there watching it and going, "Huh, okay, well, that's cool." It didn't didn't destroy my enjoyment of the movie. I loved the movie. Well, I liked the movie, but it was fun, and, it, and I walked. Right. Away going, well, that's cool. Great. Right. But I had questions, and these are the kind of things. The other thing I want to bring up, and I'll shut up after this, I promise, is that somebody must have gone, if Boba Fett was cool, let's make <laughs> six of them, and they do nothing. Just like Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. In some ways, that's the best fan service. I, the them. Knights of Ren are the Boba Fett. They are the Boba Fett of this, of this movie. They do nothing. They look well, cool. But well, here's the problem. I mean, people now know because of the Mandalorian that Boba Fett actually got his ass kicked all the time. I mean, every single day. We knew that by watching okay. Empire and Return of the well, Jedi. We didn't know anything. Then there yeah. you go. And then, the Knights of Ren followed when, <laughs> when six Boba Fett showed up, you should not have been surprised that they were getting <laughs> their asses kicked. <laughs> they were. The Snoke's Red Guard gave them more of a fight. I mean, these guys yeah, are like, did. you know. Yeah, I, I did laugh. No, the one, 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 the
and he stood there for a second and he made that kind of shrug gesture like yeah look at that <laughs> yeah <laughs> before he started killing them <laughs> yeah that's a thing that's a thing now yeah. did, did you know i could do that well i can um, the, the one, the one thing that bothered me about this, these decisions, because again, I, I, you could see where they were going. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to change this. We're going to have to retcon this. We're going to have to, you could see it. You could see every time a decision like that was made, it stood out like a sore thumb, uh, much to the chagrin of people who love the last Jedi, because it was basically poking him in the eye. Um, so, so, uh, I, the thing that disappointed me about, about, all of that, because no, I don't care that the emperor is fucking reconstituted as a school zombie on a fucking gantry. I don't care about that shit. Whatever. I've seen weirder shit on fucking Star Wars. Um, but but the fact that they Snoke Snoke was built up to be this incredibly great, cool character, different from the emperor, a different influence on the dark side. Um, and it turns out he was just a fucking meat puppet. He was just a guy that the emperor had cloned several times. And, he and, was and literally a meat puppet. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, we get to see him. We get to see the other versions of the meat puppet. So it literally, I mean, I, I, if, if Palpatine had had his hand up Snoke's ass with his lips going, Hi, I'm Snoke! It would not have been more ridiculous. Um, it's like, really? Snoke, you couldn't have just retconned and made Snoke somebody cool that maybe the Emperor knew about, or maybe it was a rival to the Emperor, or maybe even was working with the Emperor, but he's just a fucking meat puppet. Um, and that was disappointing. That was, that was really disappointing. Um, the other, by the way, so we talked about the moments that were, that were emotional and that, that made us go, oh, and that kind of stuff and, 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 you know, lumps in our throat. I actually, I actually really liked uh, Kylo Ren's redemption. I did. I did too. Um, yeah. I, I did I not want him. Admit, I did not want him to die. I felt that was an unnecessary death, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and when but he my, when, when yeah. he gave his essence to bring Ray back, that that got me. I was like, you know, I really didn't like Kylo Ren. I'm, I'm not even talking about oh, he's so mean. No, I just didn't like him. He just yeah. was was petulant and and he was boring and he was whiny and wildly unattractive but yeah but in that moment in that moment i suddenly was like oh i like this guy yeah no uh, I, i'm with you i'm with you i wanted to see more of him i wanted to see more of ben uh solo and not necessarily because we got the kylo ren uh, you know he's like six cats taped together he's crazy but <laughs> i wanted to see more of ben because i thought well, that's going to be kind of cool. And I, there's no, re I didn't feel like there was any reason I know he gave his life essence, but then she could have given it back to him and he could have given it back to her. They could have been doing this all night long. But I think, <laughs> they, but I really would have, would have preferred if maybe he collapsed. He's exhausted, but he's still alive. Let, yeah. Let's have him celebrate and dance with everybody and give him hugs and, and be okay. I mean, it would have been well, a tough here's, sell. Here's, but. Here's, I think because of where they were going, right? And that's not, now, now let's go, let's jump to the very, very end, which again, I, I I admire I admire the choice. When Ray declares herself a Skywalker, uh, again I loved it. I loved it, um, and I thought uh, Ben could not have been around. I mean, if it, if it is the rise of Skywalker as a name, as a title, as somebody that that a, a champion, a champion of the universe calls himself a Skywalker, that's great. Um, I, I bought it. It was great, and I think if Ben was there, then. You know, okay, she's not. It's not the rise of her. Ben's over there. He's a Skywalker. Um, so I think they had to get rid of him. And also, he, you know, 
he was a villain and he killed Han Solo and he did lots of bad things. And so, you know, just like with Darth Vader, once, once Darth Vader killed the Emperor, uh, it was it for him. He wasn't going to be hanging around to be old, right. old, no, you're old right. Grandpa Vader. Yeah. But that was uh, a problem that I had. I had the I had the feeling of, oh, they're going to do this again, the exact same thing that yeah, they did before. And they, they did. did. They did the exact same thing they did before. And I, yeah. I thought, just give me a little something. Throw me a bone on this one. Let, let's let him live. And maybe he, maybe he goes and lives as a hermit, huh? Maybe he decides to go be a hermit somewhere and hide from the world. That would make sense to me. Yeah, I see, him I, I would buy. Did, yeah, you know? him I would buy. I took the uh, I took the her returning to Tatooine to restart the family moisture farm and take the name Skywalker as two things. I I felt like it was a hard reset on the Skywalker family. Right, you know we're just gonna <laughs> nothing else came of this. And even though she was the emperor's daughter, she was definitely Luke's kid. Right, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. But I also but this also had the feeling of uh, what. What soldiers do when the war is over, you know what I mean? You go home, you hang up your sword, and you you go back to the family business. She's never had a home. She's never had a place to call her own, right? She was the scavenger. She lived yeah. in the burned out wrecks of stuff. Yeah. So so this kind of claiming the estate of of the Baru slash Skywalker. Uh, or the Lars slash Skywalker farm, I, you know, I it struck it struck me as uh, you know you can rest now, you know right. you've done you've done your thing, and it doesn't mean she's not going to keep being a Jedi or not keep up her training, but uh, you know in this case she comes home and people can take it, you know you this it's a way to say you know we're done but maybe not finished. So, yeah. so I'm cool with it. it. It's it. It doesn't leave the door open, but it doesn't really shut it either. It's kind of nebulous, and that's fine. Um, I did like the the two of them appearing at the end. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was nice. It was it was nice uh, uh, because because those two were the ones that were supposed to balance the force, right? Right. Yeah. In this respect, they kind of did. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a yeah. thought. Just and, and, and I like I, 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 there was also the aspect of the uh, and I I mentioned this briefly on Facebook, but you know the the one ring right the the whole the whole the, the reason I love Ray being a Palpatine and bringing about the end of of Emperor Palpatine for sure now for good this time and let's Whatever. hope he show up on a on a gantry again be um, a bigger gantry um, <laughs> was was His like head in a jar exactly like the ring like Sauron's ring. Sauron's ring was destroyed by the ring's evil itself. The ring didn't care. It corrupted everything. And because it corrupted, because it corrupted indiscriminately, it literally brought about its, brought about its own demise. It never would have been destroyed if it wasn't doing that. Right. Um, and so, so I, there was, there was that, that similar bell ringing here with like Ray, Ray as the daughter of Palpatine, you know, oh, you shall have my power. You will be empress, blah, 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 blah. But he hadn't <laughs> counted on, just like Sauron, he hadn't counted on uh, the power of family, of love, of, of companionship, of friendship. He didn't understand any of those things. And so it brought about his downfall. The very thing he thought would allow him to potentially rule forever is the very thing that destroyed him. 
And right. I like that. I like that. There is a certain, even if you go back to the to the prequels, there's a certain circle. There's a circle that's closed there. It yeah. all started with Palpatine. Even before the movies began, this was all set in motion by Palpatine. And oh, so God, yes. yeah. to end it with his ultimate demise and then his uh, would-be heir now becoming a new light in the universe is was great it was it was it really hit the right notes for me yeah yeah i uh in the end i don't know if what i was originally watching in 1977 was what i ended up getting in 2019 but uh i do feel like in some cases my concerns were addressed and in other cases um it was uh an acceptable uh, like most of the people that that have seen it here, you know, and and the diehard fans who I watched it with on Thursday night, were really, you know, like oh. they loved it. They were invested. They feel like they got what they wanted out of it, you know. Uh, and a lot of the and a lot of the people that watched it were fans who came in during the prequels. Yeah. So you know, for them, this felt like um, like like a closed circle. Does that make sense? You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. Uh, I, there was there, there was so much, and again, for them making a lot of these decisions, apparently at the last minute, or certainly within that last year, so yeah. much of it seemed to close nicely. So much. So much of it seemed to end. Uh, in a in a rather satisfying way, because it could have yeah. this could have been a mess, gentlemen. This movie could have been a real mess. Um, and As, uh, instead of merely rushed, rushed. Because right. I, I would agree with. I mean, I I think it was rushed. That they shoehorned a lot in. Now, yes, it, it it holds together because I've got eight Star Wars movies under my belt. Right. You know, if this is some if this is someone's first Star Wars movie, first of all, why are you here? Why are you here? But, but second, that's going to be scrambled eggs, man. You know, that's going to, that's just going to look like a, that's going to look like a smoothie. You know, what the hell is all this? Yeah. Yeah. And once again, you cast Carrie Russell as a badass character, which I loved it. Thought she was fantastic. I would have given my eye teeth to see her take that thing off at least once. Yeah. Um, I, you know, she's not a Mandalorian. Take the damn thing off. Um, yeah, we, maybe, we get to maybe, your eyes. Yeah, maybe it's a Star Wars thing that you get these characters and you put them in these goddamn helmets, going all the way back to Darth Vader. You know, we all love yeah. that. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, Vader. They, they, Vader had a reason. He was disfigured. He needed absolutely, it. Absolutely, it was his life support. No, I agree. I agree. But someone like Phasma, who who had a, a wonderful opportunity to be, un, still haven't gotten over that. Still, it had a wonderful opportunity yeah. to become unmasked in the in the in that you know chapter eight. You know, get the damn helmet off her head so we could see her that it actually is Gwendolyn Christie. Hey, look, everybody actually is her. Right. You know, instead they yeah. decided not to. And I thought, well, that's a waste. And then they did it kind of again, although we got to see her eyes at least. <laughs> right. No, I hey, agree. I mean, the, the handling the phasma is another reason that I yeah. don't like The Last Jedi. I there's, mean, a, there's a whole lot of, I mean, historically, there's a whole lot of missed opportunity in these nine movies. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, ranging from Darth Maul being cut in half, and now you've got to figure out how to stitch him back together, right. to Boba Fett being dropped into a solid pit. And now you got to figure out how to get him out. You know, there's this, you know, historically from George Lucas on, they have made more problems for themselves by just not thinking it through. But it should be it should be noted, and I think I think not enough people are talking about this online or really acknowledging it. 
this is the franchise that changed everything before it was even called a franchise back when it was just a movie and then it was a series you know uh we this was this is literally this film is the singularity for the movie making industry it changed everything going forward and it unfortunately had the bad misfortune to be such a complicated and overwhelming endeavor that they could not keep pumping them out in three-year increments like the original plan was supposed to be or, or whatnot. Right. Uh, so instead, you know, it's all it's taken it on the chin for the last six movies, even though the box office has been raking it in, mm-hmm. you know, they've been contentious for longer than they've not been contentious. And it's yeah. because of just sort of how it unfolded. You know, I mean in in this respect it was the first one and so it got to make all of the mistakes you know uh and it wasn't until i say the lord of the rings trilogy that people said oh if you put this stuff closer together it makes more sense and keeps the interest up and so we basically go straight from the lord of the rings to the the marvel cinematic universe which yeah. was planned and executed like uh like a like a strategic uh attack you yeah. know and, and 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 but they but they had to all learn from the lessons of the Star Wars movies to do that and so you know i think i hope that there will be some sort of acknowledgement maybe at the oscars i don't know there just needs to be a it, it, we need it needs to be represented what the what the formation of industrial light and magic meant for movie making you know oh, yeah. we yeah. we we got the 1980s that we got because of ilm mm-hmm. you know we got raiders of the lost art because of ilm we, yeah. you know the uh, the the act not just the actors but but the but the technical acumen the way things were the idea of three movies in a trilogy you know mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. became that was a model that was perfected on Star Wars. You know, so so I feel like uh, I, I said this online, and uh, it's perfect uh, for me because I've gotten to the point where um, I, I've just I, I've always watched these movies, and they've always been a part of me. So this is this is how I feel about it. I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars even when I don't like Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's uh, very good. Yeah. Very good, and and that that encompasses it pretty much because it didn't destroy me. I didn't go like, well, that just raped my childhood, and I'll never be able to pick up a Kenner action figure ever again in my life. I mean, it just <laughs> right. made me, you know, I want to burn everything. You know, that, those <laughs> that's a little much. That's a little much. But you know, it is. It, it is very much like playing in the sandbox and 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 creating our own worlds, and not everyone's going to agree with it, you know. But but that's okay. That's okay. I like that, Mark. I'm a Star Wars fan. Even when I don't like the Star Wars movie, I still like Star Wars. Right. You know, right. What's up? Right. What's up? Well, like? and but Star Wars has become now uh, so much more than just the movies. I mean, The Mandalorian is doing very well. Um, I I was a fan of of the offshoot movies like Rogue One and Solo, uh, and you know this kind of thing. And there's going to be they've already announced there's going to be a new trilogy that's going to be completely separate and different from any of these other characters. Um and uh, uh, as long as it's cut, as long as it has Baby Yoda in it, I don't care. 
<laughs> but you know, well, they, they, they kept talking about like, okay, well, Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, and like, you know what? I don't. That, I think that would be great. I don't mind if Ryan Johnson is doing Star Wars movies. That's not the Skywalker saga. But uh, and this is this is the thing, though. See, here's the here's the deal. Now that these nine are out of the way, and we've already seen some indicators of a what's possible with some of the the in between movies, and also the Mandalorian TV show. Which uh, is testing all nearly universally well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always going to have that guy outlying somewhere in the in in, in the basement in Flint, Michigan, uh, wondering, you know, where Mara Jade is. Whatever. Um, that, that, <laughs> he, well, he's never going to be happy. So you know, we can't right. just. It's it's like the Olympics. You you subtract the Czech judge because he's always high. You subtract mm-hmm. the French judge because he's always low and you average everybody out. And that's how you grade the gymnastics. <laughs> so, um, and, and in this case, that's the Flint, Michigan guy. Flint, Michigan is the French, uh, Olympics gymnastics floor judge. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, no, I think that, uh, uh, going forward, we're going to see trilogies done the way that we've come to expect these movies to be done. They're going to probably be two years apart and they may even be one year apart because they can do that now. You know what I mean? Um, but they're going to be tightly built around the idea of the film being, uh, beats. And I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised because you could do this easily if it followed a more of a Marvel movie idea where, The, the 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 background thing becomes the secondary plot in the second movie, which becomes the primary plot in the third movie. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all of that is fine, and as long as you keep, you you, you treat it like everything else. You have a, an executive producer or a showrunner or a developer on it. You let them have the vision, and then. As long as you're, you know, you got to be care- You have to be careful when you get close to Jedi and Sith and stuff like that. But you really have a very large universe to play around in. Yeah. And yeah. as as long as you don't re reorganize something that's very precious to fans, there's a lot of room for some really good Star Wars movies. So, uh, uh, absolutely, no, absolutely. And, and and I would love, I would love to see exactly that level of of planning. Uh, to for these movies, you know the 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 Kevin Feige level of okay, yeah. here's the ch- here's here's the chart, here's what we're gonna do, here's here's the story we're gonna tell, whether that be the Infinity War or whatever it is, um, and then that way you you don't run the risk because I'm not saying this happened because I have no idea, I have no idea what really happened, uh, what decisions were made for these Star Wars movies, but but you won't get the impression that the first movie was completely not really much paid attention to by the director of the second movie who really didn't pay the third director didn't pay much attention to that movie you know what i mean it seems disjointed yeah. Yeah. and so yeah. yeah let's not do that let, let, let's let's have a cohesive wonderful story that wraps up beautifully makes billions of dollars which star wars will in star wars um and then the fans can can love it. And and yeah, now that we're past the Skywalkers, I foresee a lot less. At least there's always going to be the haters. There's always going to be the guy that wants Mara Jade. 
but uh, but I th- I think there will be less of a, of a battle between Star Wars fans when you're talking about brand new characters in a brand new situation in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, yeah. Have we uh, have we have we touched on the subject of um, the uh, in my recollection the first um, same sex kiss and romance on screen in a Star Wars movie? Gotta be honest with you guys, I missed it completely. Like it didn't. Like I just, I glossed over it. You know. And 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 I think you were meant to. I mean, most people were like, "Oh, look, those two people love each other. That's great." But I'm just saying that in first time in ever in a Star Wars movie, they were good. They showed two women who obviously were in love. You know, right. embrace and kiss at the end of this thing. Now, God. hell, I would I'd kiss a lamppost at the end of this thing because you know Palpatine's dead and we won. Hooray. Sure. <laughs> but 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 I, I and I haven't seen anything online yet. Of course, I haven't really looked. I haven't dived into those depths and those ditches. Right. I haven't really seen yet where they go. Oh, they're putting that agenda on it and they're making it woke and blah blah blah. I would imagine that made some people upset. I don't know. I would like to think it didn't. But I think very much like the very first interracial kiss on Star Trek, that might be a big deal here on Star Wars. Or or, yeah. or is it? Do we care that much? Uh, I think, I mean, I think it is important. Um, I haven't seen too many people complaining about it, but that doesn't mean that they're not out there. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful that they just show this moment, these two women embrace and they kiss passionately. And then we move on to the next thing. It's not, it's not like, you know, it's just here are people celebrating. Exactly. And, and, and and so completely overjoyed that they're all, that they're all alive. You know, I kept thinking, certainly somebody is going to come in and say, ah, ah, this is a perfect situation. Look at all these Star Destroyers. They're all pretty much on the same plane, on the same level. I'm going to do a holdo maneuver, and I'm going right, to jump through right. that ship, and I'm going to pilot, and I'm going to go light speed right down the center. Boom! Okay, done. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I, I, somebody mentioned that. Didn't he say, like, did. oh, that that was one in a million. It'll never work again or something right. like that. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. I'm a, I, I'm a big fan. I've, I've mentioned this before. More and more, I'm of the opinion that when it comes to things like, you know, uh, interracial uh, marriages and, um, you know, same-sex kissing and all that kind of stuff, there's two ways to do it in popular culture. There's stand-up, clear your throat, and announce your intentions, kind of like how Michael Scott says in the office, I declare bankruptcy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and then there's just do it. Mm-hmm. Just, just do it. Just, yeah. just do it. Move on. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't show it. Don't hold on it any more than you hold on uh, Chewy. Uh, hearing the explanation from Lando, how they just almost made it out, you know, or or Wedge looking down at the Ewoks, going, "What the fuck are these teddy bears doing here?" Right. You know, <laughs> don't if if you hold on the kiss any longer than you hold on those, then you, you you've done it wrong. That's right. Uh, because yeah, because it's, it, the the more you just make this not a not a big deal, the big less deal. it's going to be a big deal. On the flip side of that horrible coin, because I have to say, you know, there's people out there who think, oh, they just try to slip that in to get their agenda in. They're trying to indoctrinate. They're trying to blah blah blah. Uh, again, haven't seen it, but I wouldn't. Okay, I, and I don't care. I think it's beautiful. But in my brain, I went, hey, this is a Star Wars movie, and I've never seen that in a Star Wars movie. That's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. I, I was great with it. I just wanna. I, I was wondering if there were any kind of rumblings in the in the in the, in the verse 
about I have uh, not, about I that. have not seen uh and oh but yeah you're right somebody's going to say that's a agenda of manocide um right yeah, uh, I have not seen people complain. I, I, you know, maybe I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm visiting different sites and whatnot. Well, no, I have YouTube videos, but uh, gives me hope. It gives me hope. That's okay. I think people. I, I think even the haters were so happy with the way this movie concluded that they were like, ah, sure, chicks kissing. That's cool. Now, now. If Poe and Finn had kissed, that would have been a very different situation. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it would have. People would have been, what? No, we can't show Poe kissing Finn. Um, there, there, so, there would have been there would have been noise. Yeah, Quick I, question: I, What do you think? Think Finn was what was what, what, what was he going to say to Ray when they were sinking in? But he never did, and they never went back to it. He never actually got to say it. Oh, he was going to say, uh, Ray, you're a Palpatine. I read it in a file while I was back on the Starkiller base. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> right? But, but right, you guys have noticed that. He, he was going to tell her that how glaring omission? He was going to tell her how never, he felt. That's fine. But Poe po was asking him, and he, he kept putting it off. And Poe was asking him, and he kept putting it off. And they never got to it. He never said anything. I mean, I, know. I thought for sure there'd be a kind of a drop the other shoe moment, you know, at the end there. But he never got that. Yeah, I uh, I, I expected. I, I I waited for a good long time through the credits because I really expected. This is what I thought. This was my. I, I thought that after the you know after the the titles, but before the crawl, mm-hmm. we would get a scene of, um, of Ray working on a evaporator with a droid. And she looks up and walking towards her is Finn with, you know, like a tool belt. And she smiles and he smiles and and then we keep going. I figured they I figured at some point he would show up and go, Oh yeah, by the way, I'm in love with you. You know, but yeah. <laughs> Friend zone Finn. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but no, he's got, he's got that other female, the beautiful black female stormtrooper uh, that he oh, met. I thought, I thought I she, mean, I thought she was going to take off with Lando. I thought no, Lando no. would nag that one. No, no, no. <laughs> that, that, that's her dad. That's that's uh, Lando's her dad. What? Oh, wow. What? That, that's Where that's that the come from. from? The, 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 oh, okay. that, that Lando had a daughter and that the daughter was going to appear uh, in this film. I thought so, he was just Mac daddying on the young chick. Well, I he, I, no, there's no doubt he's Mac daddying on her, but I think the rumor is that, yeah, that it's her, that it's his daughter. Uh, <laughs> no, I would, I would much prefer to see, to see Finn hook up with that girl. Uh, oh, she was gorgeous. She was beautiful. Um, what about poor, what's your name? Ta- uh, um, um, the character that they, uh, help me out guys. The, the, oh. No, no, the one they introduced in in uh, in in the uh, the last Jedi who who kisses him after the battle on the red planet and you oh, know, Rose? Shoes it. yeah, Rose, thank you. Oh, uh, poor Rose. Yeah, I think Rose is just gonna go probably just you know be an angry lesbian on some moisture farm somewhere. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't gentlemen, know. Please send all of your angry letters to Aaron <laughs> to, to Mark Finn. <laughs> no, I mean. I, I don't know. I, I I have nothing against the actress. I have nothing oh. against her character. I thought the absolutely false and forced romance between her and Finn did not work at all. At all. You might as well have asked somebody. Hey, uh, I think we need. A, I think we need a romance with C three PO. Let, let's get somebody to fall in love. Oh. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There was th- th- there couldn't have been less chemistry between those two. Yeah. 
Okay, thank uh, you, Aaron. You 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 mentioned my 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 favorite. You mentioned my favorite character, old Goldenrod himself. Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. He is, in fact, my favorite character is C three PO. He always has been, even as a boy. I was just I was enamored with him. I loved his voice. I loved his mannerisms. I loved that you know proper British butler attitude he's got about the whole world and everything that's happening around him. I just loved him for for in this movie, ladies and gentlemen. The thing I kept thinking was, you guys need to treat that droid with more respect. Poe, who the hell are you? You shut the hell up. Finn, you better kiss golden that golden ass. All of you need to need to look at that droid the way you looked at General Calrissian and went, oh, General Calrissian, oh, we all know about you. C-3PO's been there since the flipping beginning, and they dropped all this, never underestimate a droid. They treated him like crap the entire series long. I want to say C-3PO deserves a goddamn medal as much as Chewbacca does. C-3PO is so responsible for the success of this series and the galaxy's safety that he yeah, deserves no, it's respect. True. It's true. He deserves respect. And again, th there was another moment, you know, I, I, I kind of suspect that they would return his, his memory, but that was another moment that I was like, oh, no, when they were erasing him. When they were erasing his memory, I was like, I was sad. I was sad. I'm like... No, he's been there through for the whole thing. I know, and nobody cared. Nobody yeah. cared. I was yeah. like, "You people are you, you're, you're monsters, all of you." Yeah, monsters. Yeah. Again, that, if Luke had been there, Luke would have been. I mean, yes, Luke would have been. You know, I'm sorry, three PO. You know, th there would have been genuine emotion if Luke had been there and C three PO's memory was about to be wiped to help them. Um, right. but, uh, but you're right. The other ones just seem like, okay, can we get on with it? Can we get on with it? <laughs> yeah, just in the droid. We, oh, we, they we, love BB-8. And ironically, Poe loves BB-8. I mean, he loves BB-8. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, he was practically all, you know, he was practically humping the little ball when he got back on the planet. What have you done to my droid? Oh my, oh buddy, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I love you, buddy. You're my buddy. And he treats C-3PO like crap. Oh. Yeah, but he's traditionally been treated that way. I mean, Han, Han had no respect no. for him. And, yeah. I know, but I just, I never understood it. I didn't. I, I would have loved her, someone to have told him, hey, 3PO, thank you. Right. Give him a thank you. That's all. Just thank him. Right. No, nothing like that. So let's, 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 let's do this real quick. Let's go around, Robin. I'd like to get, if you will, your favorite, favorite moment in the film. And your least favorite moment in the film. Just keep it to one each, if you can. Okay. And let's 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 finish up with something like that. Uh, we'll start, if you don't mind, uh, with Mr. Finn. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, my uh, favorite moment in the film uh, was um, the appearance of Wedge. I gotta <laughs> say. Yay. That just, I was so excited. I, I came up out of my chair and was like, yeah, you yeah. know, it was that was so, him. it was so cool to see him flying, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that was, I, and I did so such a weird thing to be emotional about such a weird thing to get excited about. But, uh, you know, he's one, he's the, he's a guy that's been conspicuously absent, uh, through this, uh, new trilogy, you know? So that was, that was just, that was a lot of fun. Um, it was, um, uh, it was it was it was a really good uh, moment for me. Uh, probably my least favorite moment in the film um, was the reappearance of Han Solo. Oh, really? As 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 much as it was emotional and play, uh, my problem was is as it, it, 
it worked in the, as a refrigerator moment. Mm-hmm. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you just wanted me to cry, didn't you, you son of a bitch? Right. And, <laughs> and, to, and to have it end with, I know, was mm-hmm. very... Um, I, I, it's, I, I can't use the word disrespectful because we're really talking about um, something that doesn't merit that that strength. But um, it, 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 it felt very it, it felt very disingenuous. Like, ha ha, this. You know what? You, you, I, I know you don't like him, and I know this is going to be a problem. But let's end with the thing that you that I know will get a reaction from you. Yeah. You know, it, it felt calculating. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it was. I mean, that scene was specifically put there uh, to, make, think, to make you go, oh, I mean, it was. I, I think you could have had, you could have had that same emotional resonance uh, by having him reach out to his mother at the end mm-hmm. and have him apologize to her. And yeah, then she right. and then she dies. And then, that, you see what I mean? Like, you could have... There's another way to do it that doesn't bring Harrison Ford back onto the set again, mm-hmm. uh, and and also keeps the counsel of the original film without pandering to me, which is what it was. It was fan service that I didn't need or want. Yeah, right. So, right there, you go. Aaron, your favorite moment and your least favorite moment. Uh. Gosh, uh, I mean, there's several. Parts that I was like, ah, really? Uh, but, you know, I guess uh, the part that, that just, my God. Uh, uh, give yours, give yours, uh, Joseph. Okay. I want to I wanna, I wanna okay. think about this a little bit more. You think about this one. Uh, uh, I will say that my favorite moment is when all the other ships showed up, when when the entire galaxy bounded together to join in the fight. And, and it was long in coming, and I, I was so happy to see that Everyone was there from all these different worlds, and it was this amazing conglomeration of ships. was my truly my favorite moment. My least favorite moment was the exact same moment because <laughs> all the ships show up, and that's it. We get nothing. We don't get to see inside each cockpit briefly. Let me see a Rodian or a Twi'lek or a, a whatever. Give me, let me see the aliens. Let me see the different people. Maybe there's a Mandalorian on that, on that, in that flotilla there. Something, anything. Give me something. It was li- there was literally no. I wanted more emotion. I got ready for more emotion because I knew they were going to show us all these great, amazing ships and these aliens for piloting them. It was going to be great, and they just went, oh, "Look, there's a bunch of ships," and that was it. Really, I mean, wedge, yay, wedge. But other than that, it was like, uh, all right. And that, that was it, that it was it was a high and a low, and and they kind of canceled uh, each other out for me. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. makes sense. Makes All sense. Right. Mr. Uh, I think my least favorite moment, uh, and it's going to be odd because I don't really even really like the character that much. It, it was the handling of of, of General Hux. Um, mm. I thought if you're going to go through the trouble of having a spy within the First Order. And this spy is giving them all this information. And even if, even if it is because Hux just hated Kylo Ren, mm. I wanted them to go a little bit further with that. I, I just It was such a wasted, squandered moment. They, yeah. they played it for laughs. Uh, it was just kind of a throwaway moment. Uh, he gets shot in the very next scene and killed. And I thought, you know, we've spent three movies with Hux. 
And we've seen how Kylo Ren has treated him. And we've seen the hatred that this guy has. I would have loved for Hux to have been more, more damaging to the First Order, for him to have done more things to put the First Order in a really bad situation. Yeah. To really give him his revenge, you know? Sure. Not just like, oh, I don't like Kylo Ren. Okay, blast, you're dead. Um, so that was probably that was probably my least favorite moment. It's like, come on, man, give give this guy, give him a little bit of dignity at the end. Yeah. Um, and my favorite moment, you know, it's funny because uh, Mark was saying I hate it that that when Han Solo showed up. That's that's my that's my that's my favorite moment when Han Solo Han Solo showed up. Hmm. Um, and not because I knew they were pandering. That's exactly why. That's why I would have written that scene. Uh, precisely because I know I'm going to get tears and I'm going to get people going, oh, and I'm going to get all of that. But more than anything, what sold it was um, uh, the actor who played Kylo Ren. Um, yeah. Adam Driver. Adam. Adam Driver's, the look on his face, the repeat of the dialogue of, I know what I have to do. I mean, it, everything about it. I was like, oh my God, how how is this moment so powerful? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, again, I knew, I knew what they were doing. But, but but by God, it worked. It worked anyway, uh, you know, despite the fact that I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, they're going to manipulate me. While they did it, <laughs> they did it brilliantly. They did it brilliantly because after that conversation, he turns, he throws the lightsaber. I was like, I, I was where you were, Joseph. I don't want him to die. I, I know he has to, but I don't want this kid to die. Right. Right, um, right. And so that, that turned it around for me. I did not like Kylo Ren. I've never liked Kylo Ren from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I liked Kylo Ren. Okay. Wonderful. Well, you know what? I think we can all agree that we, Kylo's okay. We like Kylo Ren. Or yeah. Ben Solo. Or whatever. Ben Solo. Yes, Ben Solo. I, I don't like Kylo Ren. I like Ben Solo. There you, there go. you go. That's the end of that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Gentleman Nerds is a cloak and dagger production and is written by Aaron Dioribe, Mark Finn, Ben Gibbs, and Joseph Fotinos, with additional material provided by the inspiration, ladies and gentlemen, George Lucas. Music composed and performed by the amazingly talented Ben Gibbs. Promotional material, logos, and the Gentleman Nerds mascot, the nameless robot, created by artistic goddess Michelle Fitzpatrick. The Lobot Lounge bouncer is Maximilian, and our special guest bartender tonight was Lando Calrissian. Thank you, Lando. <laughs> Peace and love, brother. Peace and love. Our executive producer is a fantastic cook and a man we all pray never gets superpowers, Aaron Diaribe. Nin Noob is on board the Tantive in the final battle and apparently perishes due to Palpatine's force lightning strike, but at least Wedge Antilles makes it out alive. And Mark Farnash is the man in the gorilla suit. Web hosting by Bluehost. Join us in the Lobot Lounge when next we meet, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, always tip your bartenders and your waitstaff. This episode of The Gentleman Nerds is dedicated to the memory of the one and only Carrie Fisher, our princess now, our princess forever. I'm Joseph Fotinas, reminding you all that Red Skull lives and... McClunky! Is everybody caught up with the Mandalorian? Yep. Yes. Holy crap. The Imperial Troop Transport. Oh, Can Jesus. I get a witness? Oh, huh? man. That's the best was, thing ever. Th was that not the best thing ever? Yeah. Oh, 
I gotta say, the two scout, the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Oh my yes. God, those scout troopers! Jesus Christ! When they were shooting at the can, and they kept and they, <laughs> and they just kept they kept looking at them like it must be the blaster. They're shaking it. They're shaking it, looking at the blaster. We can't be this bad a shot, guys. We can't. And of course, that's a Taika Waititi episode. Yeah. Come on.